Welcome to the Five O'Clock Shadow, brought to you by sharenet.co.za. With me is Greg Davies, Chief Trader at Kratos Capital. Greg, what a difference a day makes, because yesterday we were talking about the demise of the property sector of the JSC Securities Exchange, mainly precipitated by a report from a company called Viceroy about a company called Nepi Rockcastle Rock and part of the resilience stable, etc., etc. The market was on its knees. Then we've had a refute of that report from the company itself, and up we go by the same amount. This doesn't do investors any good at all, and it doesn't do anything for the reputation of the JSC Securities Exchange, and quite honestly, it's all a little bit distasteful. Yeah, rather unpleasant sort of turn of events, and I mean, terrible for, for, for long-term shareholders to, you know, we were fielding calls all day yesterday from people that were long the shares for many years, you know, saying, is there any truth to that? The share price reacting badly yesterday, recovering nicely today. The shares giving the, the finger to these Viceroy fellows, up 11%, 110 rand 76. So and there's a, there's a tremendous turnaround. It's a sign of confidence. There was a sense announcement giving more uh, rebuttals to the Viceroy reports. And as we speak right now, there is a live conference call, which some of my colleagues are listening into, um, you know, obviously detailing, uh, what Nepi Rockcastle will have to say in response to, to Viceroy. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see how it plays out. I mean, something very similar happened with a company called MyMedics in the U.S. And uh, Viceroy and MyMedics battled for 18 months, eventually Viceroy winning out. But uh, in this case, I think they've taken on something something a little stronger. Yeah, indeed. Who do you believe, Greg, Viceroy or the stable of resilient property companies? Yeah, I think resilience have got a good case here. Um, certainly, I'll, I'll listen to that conference call um, and, and make a final decision. But, um, you know, it looks opportunist, this, all of this. Yeah, okay, so give us the dope on the on, on the stable itself, the resilience stable, Nepi Rock Castle, and the the other ones. What's the other one? Uh, Fortress B, etc. Please carry on. Yes, I mean, so let's go through them. We, we spoke about, about Nepi. That finished at 10 rand 76. That's up 11.2%. That was the one of the group obviously heard the most yesterday. Resilient, which was which was living up to its name yesterday and again today, up 2.7%, 60 rand 22. And you've got the Fortress B. That was up 1.5%. Uh, I think they've got a Fortress A as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was down only a third of a percent, not as liquid as the others. But okay. certainly, uh, share price giving a, a different story today. And that obviously, institutional size shareholders coming to buy stock down at those levels. Okay, there's another company that has got nothing to do with that, but is still in the same sector of the JSC Securities Exchange. And I'm looking at my most viewed shares sector of my sharenet.co.za screen. And number one is Steinoff, of course, boring, down 2.1%. But into prop. 20 rand 80 cents per share, down 39%. I mean, this isn't a small company. Yes, I mean, the company was floundering, and then a, a consortium of investors in the UK put a proposal forward where they would, where they would buy the company, and a lot of shareholders pinned pin their hopes on, I wouldn't call it a rescue, but certainly a takeover. Um, and that was announced this morning. It's quite strict rules in, in the UK where you – you, you know, you have an expiry, you make a proposition for an offer, you've got three months in order to resolve it, and that would have ended on Friday. So they made an announcement this morning at Hoppers Late that, they, that they're not going to uh, withdraw their intention to, to make a bid. The share price really getting clattered down 39%, down 13 rand 40, 40, finishing at 20 rand 80. Now, 
as a company with a market cap of 28 billion. So lost 13 billion in, in, in market cap today. Gosh. And uh, some some people speculating it, it may need a, a capital raise of some sort. I did actually try and buy some and and, and uh, learned a valuable lesson about bottom picking today. Oh, really? Did it go down further after you'd bought it, Greg? And I love your brutal honesty. Yes, I mean, I, I saw it down 30 per, 30% of it. What has got to be a, a bargain? I actually have a rule. Anything that falls 15% in day, I have to buy. <laughs> Even um, if it's a small cap. I mean, obviously, there has to be a certain market capitalization and liquidity in order for you to invoke that 15% rule, Greg. Yes, no, sure, it has to be. Obviously, you can't just be 500 shares and then and then I, I, I'm triggered in there. So I waited, and I had an extra coffee, and it was down 30% by the time I jumped in, and I need to lose another 9%. You see, it's a, it, it takes a real man to, to take his losses, first of all, but an even realer man to talk about them. Bad luck, Greg. Naspers down 2.6%, I think it was today. Is that right, or was it up 2.6%? Sorry, I'm being very, very vague here. That was another one on the list. Down 2.6%, uh, 2820, yes, waiting for the results tomorrow afternoon. Yes, that'll be three o'clock tomorrow, so we'll have to cut lunch short. But uh, the share price has been strong all week. I'm not surprised to see a little bit of consolidation down 74 rand on the day. Um, it's, it's really a wait and see. They have given a trading update, so as long as there's no shocks there, then then we'll have to see going forward. I think the conference call is only on on Monday, so we'll have more details then. Indeed. Anything else that happened today, Greg? Any uh, sends announcements? Any features that you saw outside of the noise that we've already spoken about, which is mainly centred on the property sector? Yeah, well, a couple of sort of shares being being affected by what we saw into uh, coronation fund managers. Um, it's down 3.7%. Now, keep in mind, they own 15% of Into. So they were caught in the in, 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 in a sort of contagion there of the selling. Mm. I saw something about Lonmin just now. Did they come out with results today? I'm not sure, but they said they've turned their first profit in a, a certain amount of years. Just sort of scratching through my SENS news announcements at the moment. It's all to do with Nepi Rock Castle, Grit Real Estate Limited, etc. Uh, Quantum Foods Holdings. Oh, oh, Quantum Foods, they came out with results today. Not one we normally look at, but you have to look at it now, Greg. Do you know the code? Yeah, I do. Quantum Foods finished the day at four and sixty-five. I think it's one that we have been buying for asset management business at lower down levels. Looks like a solid set of numbers, you know, cyclical business and all of that. But um, the share price responding up up seven percent. He's a he's a small cap under billion rands. But I think it's got prospects. London PLC exactly came out with its final results announcement at around about 11.29 today, Greg. What about Lonmin? Again, a noisy, noisy little company that really need not detain us. I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm not being cynical about this, but it keeps on going on with these stories. Why don't they just get it right? Yeah, I know when you click on a mining company's results and the first line is about their safety record. <laughs> you know the rest is going to be less entertaining. Well, actually, it wasn't too bad. They actually managed to run at a slight profit. Obviously, this one's in in the throes of a merger or rescue by Sabanya Gold. So I think Sabanya Gold shareholders were pleased with, with the way it traded today. Close at 8 rand 10, um, market cap of 2.3 billion. So once mighty Lonman, um, you know, a small fire really at the moment.
Greg, Mr. Trump will be getting out of his pyjamas now and watching Fox News and then going off to Buenos Aires. He doesn't know where that is, but it's in Argentina. It's the scene of the G20 meeting. He's going to have a couple of side interviews with one President Xi. That's definitely going ahead. And I think the other one might might be a chap called Vladimir Putin, but that could be on, it could be off, depending on what Mr. Trump's advisors tell him. He doesn't know where the Ukraine is or where Russia is, incidentally, although he's been there a couple of times. But an important couple of days coming up geopolitically. Yeah, I see speaking live and looking at my Bloomberg newsfeed, and he must be speaking Mr. Trump live, and he's saying he's close to doing something with China. So the other day he said there's no chance of a deal. And as I said to you yesterday, I thought he was saying that so that when a deal is done, there could be a hero moment for him. So exactly as we predicted. Yes. Trump says, I'm just you open to a deal with China. We're very close to something. I, I do love the way his language is so simplistic. You can't think of anything. Stupid is the other word something. I would use, beginning with an S. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's talking to his We're doctor. doing great is another one I like about the US economy. We're doing great. Yeah, bigly, mm. as you would as you said once. Greg, I will speak to you tomorrow for the opening and then hopefully you'll be back after lunch for the NASPERS results and we'll speak for the five o'clock shadow again at this time. That's Greg Davies, Chief Trader at Kratos Capital, and the five o'clock shadow was brought to you by Shen.co.za.